most exciting thing that's happened here lately in the last week is the NBA 2K tournament has came to an end and the NBA horse WNBA and NBA horse tournament has has gone. Mm-hmm. It's coming. It's it's coming to an end <laughs> Thursday. Shocker, Chris Paul lost with black colleges on his hoodie. And then, How do you feel about this? I mean, he lost. It, ain't nothing go. He should have took that hoodie off. What? Okay. <laughs> what? Like before he lost, he should have took the hoodie off. So, so, I didn't even watch it. I'm surprised you watched it. I didn't watch it. Oh, you just saw like yeah, the highlights? Yeah. yeah. And he had his, the yeah. HBCU hoodie on? Well, it's just black colleges, but oh, still. Oh, okay. Still. I'm a little disturbed. It's not because he lost. It's because he had it on when he lost. Hey, at least he's representing, unlike everybody else. I don't even want to wake for us. Thank y'all for tuning in once again on this lovely Monday afternoon slash Tuesday morning. I am Gary. And this is Carrie. Bringing you the bottom line sports talk calligraphy. The color of the day brought to you by Carrie is MVC, meaning most valuable content. We're here to give you the headlines to get to the bottom lines and beyond. Ooh. See what I did there? No. Whatever. You're a hater. Yeah. You're a hater. No, not, no. You're a hater. Never did, sir. Never did. Well, let's kick this off with you giving us a deep dive into Ron Artest's story. Okay, so this came out um, last sometime last year, and he was promoting it. He was all over the place promoting it, and I saw it last. I saw it last week, and it just gave us or gave us some in depth look at Ron Artest. Uh, it talked about his upbringing with his uh, parents, his mom and dad. His, uh, constantly getting in arguments, him battling uh, mental issues, uh, had appearances from Steven Jackson, uh, Jermaine O'Neal, uh, his his dad, and it was just explaining everything that he was going through as a from a kid to a teenager to a to a man. And um it just talked about a lot of stuff, uh dealing with a lot of dealing with him in a projects in Queensbridge and it gave it gave a definitely good in-depth look at how his mental was at that time and how stuff when he was younger affected him as he got older and it it was it was a good it was a good little documentary uh for Ron Artest it definitely came to the the Ben Wallace thing that whole <laughs> Malice in the Palace that was uh, one of the craziest stories that came out at that time. And Chauncey Billups was talking about it. And it just, it's crazy to see something that when we were kids in high school, just looking at it and we just, and we just looked at it and it was like, it was crazy back then. But now looking at it now in hindsight, all of this could have been avoided, but the way his mental mind state was, it was crazy. And then when he was, um, I believe when he was with Indiana, uh, he was working, I ain't going to say Indiana, probably when he got first drafted in the league, he was working when uh, it was out. He was working at a, at a some store, making uh, doing part-time work part-time. So 
But I give it two thumbs up. It definitely uh, shined a light on mental illness, uh, not only for him, but for a lot of kids out there that's going through a lot of teenagers and adults. So he definitely changed his life around for the better. So as far as you watching this documentary, do you believe his childhood had a lot to do with how he acts now? And the reason why I asked the question is because I started watching this show that comes on own Oprah Network called Love Goes and everybody had trauma or has trauma. And it, it got me to thinking a lot of the things of how people act and interact and go through things and how they're challenging unless you're evolving and constantly reevaluating yourself. It always goes back to your childhood. So was this documentary uh, explicit in telling us that the reason for how Meta World Peace, a.k.a. Ron Artest, does this go into depth as far as why this is why he was the way he was? Yeah, it, it explains a lot. It even give, um, I believe, like his uh, psychologist, they were uh, every couple of scenes they'll go and a psychologist was put uh, will put some down there as too as to why he was acting the way he was. But I think all of that could, did contribute to uh, why he was the way he was. Uh, him doing some of the stuff that he was that he would do, some of the stuff that I didn't even know about, and I'm definitely a fan of Ron Artest. But it was just that he had a lot going on, and for somebody at such a young age to experience some of the stuff that he was dealing with. And to make it out of the situation that he did make it out of, it's, it was really good. And then on the icing on top of the cake was that he finally won the NBA championship. Not only won it, but he won it with Kobe Bryant, which everybody can recall. They had they, uh, their few, a uh, lot of the times. But uh, some of the stuff that Jermaine O'Neal was saying, like I, you can you can see it. Like they did not. I ain't gonna say they didn't get along, but they weren't the best of teammates or whatever. Uh, Jermaine, even when um, coming towards the end, Ron Artest wound up reaching out to him. So they finally good to go. So you recommend just people kind of watch it just to get an insight on yeah. what he is and who he was and all that good stuff? Yeah. So another news, the Warriors, you brought this to the table. Warriors aren't high on LaMelo Ball or James Wiseman. Mm -hmm. Why do you think? Well, the first one, I'm going to go with LaMelo Ball because LaMelo Ball is a ball dominant. He does have to have a ball in his hand, so he is a ball dominant guard. But uh, they already have Steph Curry and Klay Thompson for that. Uh If I were the Warriors, I would kind of – I would – out of James Wiseman and LaMelo Ball, I would draft LaMelo Ball because he does have good upside and he is younger and he does have a lot of potential. Uh, I'm not sure why they wouldn't kind of take a chance on him, even though he can come off the bench. But uh, what James Wiseman, um, we, have, we have yet to see him uh, contribute anything because he only played a couple of games in Memphis. So, I'm not sure how he'll be effective if he were with the Warriors besides being a true big and making spotting up, making 15 foot jump shots and having a nice little post game. But I can I can see why they wouldn't get James Wiseman because of the style of play that they have. But LaMelo Ball, I would give him a chance because 
I do see a lot of potential in him. So you know this winding up being what's his Obi Topton? How do you say Obi, his name? Obi Topton. Could be high. They ain't said much yet. Well, if they get the first round, if they get the first pick, I don't see them getting Obi Topton. But that's just me. Well, I mean, Lamelo ain't there for them, according to them. Yeah. James Wiseman ain't there according to them. It's only what five big names that they got projected going like right there. Yeah, that can go. Two of them out the race right now. Yeah, Lamelo, uh, Anthony. Oh, it's Courtney them. Yeah, Lamelo, Anthony Edwards, uh, James Wiseman, and they had a couple of uh, cats overseas. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I don't know. I guess it was just interesting that they. It's allegedly saying that they're not interested, right. but it could be a smokescreen too. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, the way that they play, doesn't matter whether you ball dominant or not. At the end of the day, whoever walks into that situation, they know who team it is. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's Curry with Thompson and, and Draymond being an enforcer. So you know what you're getting. At the end of the day, they know, hey, you need me to spot up and shoot. I don't have to create my own st- shot. That's what y'all are for. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be honest, Clay don't even do it. He's an off-the-ball player. Right. So everybody can come in and do that. You got to flip it around so what you ain't got the ball in your hand. And yeah, yeah. judging as Warriors are, they're injury-prone. So you ain't got to be ball-dominant until it's time for you to be ball-dominant. Mm-hmm. I think it's upside to James, me personally. Okay. It's better with unknown. If you in the Warriors situation, yeah, you know what you're getting with LaMelo, but you don't necessarily need a surefire thing right now if, if he's needing more development. But it's upside as far as this kid had hype being from the Tennessee area, staying there, and was supposed to be have, was supposed to be arguably the number one team the whole season because of what they had surrounding him right. and with him coming. So it's an interesting thing, but... At the end of the day, that's why I never get too hyped over draft, pre-draft stuff going on because who cares what y'all saying right now? I care about what y'all going to do when y'all get this lottery and then whatever y'all going to fall in, what are you going to do then? Right. Not, ooh, it's speculated that and all these people getting paid to be draft experts. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Y'all getting paid to predict. Don't none of y'all know what DGM's going to do or owners going to sway the GMs to do. And don't know what the player's going to do, too. And uh, don't know it, what the player Especially play. in the future. Not even – and this is the killer part. A lot of the things that go on with the NBA draft, picks are old to people. Mm-hmm. So you can get drafted one place, but you really going here. So you really just don't know. Yeah. KG, with his old Minnesota Timberwolves, doesn't want his jersey retired – because he doesn't want to do business with snake. Right. Is KG with his, I hate to say it, he's about the worst broadcaster put in front of a, yeah. a, a microphone. A, yeah, athlete personality. I think this is the most sincere that we heard him in front of a microphone. Is he right for saying this? Yeah, I mean he does have he does have a point in what he's saying, and I I did dive into it deeper. And the reason he said that was because he was supposed to have a stake in a Minnesota Timberwolves uh, organization. And like I said, the the form, the GM had reached out to him and had said, "Hey, can you come to get your jersey retired?" And he's of course like, "Yeah, I said I, you don't do business with with snake." 
So now, right now, it's kind of saying to the guy, like, forget you. Forget whatever we had going on in the past. It's, it's a done deal. You didn't keep up your end of the bargain. You said you was going to do this, but you didn't. And now you need or you want me to come back to fake smile on your face and say, hey, everything's all good when it ain't. So what? So he is he is he mad because they didn't give him help in Minnesota? No, 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 no. He, again, he was supposed to do this is the reason he's doing this or the reason he said it was because he was supposed to after he got through retiring, he was supposed to have a, a stake in a Timberwolves organization. And the guy <laughs> stop it. Yeah, the guy, like you said. Come on, KG. Yeah, the guy was, I guess when it was all said and done, he said no. Come on, KG. But the only the only thing I'm going to say about that, don't do it for, if, if you do decide to do it, don't do it for him. Do it for the longtime fans of yours that supported you when you were in Minnesota. Re- remember this. I'm going to say this. I had a KG Minnesota black and green jersey that was tough. So I was, I, back in the day, Definitely a huge KG fan. Okay, but you mad because he didn't give you a state in the franchise. What, did y'all go off a handshake? What, it was a gentleman's agreement? I'm, I'm not sure. I would have. First of all, he should know because he was conducting himself as a up foremost, foremost business person before LeBron James got there. He had all his friends on the contract working for him or whatever. What make you think snake people – are going to sit up there and hold their end of the bargain when you ain't put no contract in front of them to sign, to hold up to this, to where they got to uh, hold up to this agreement or they got to pay you X amount of dollars. Supposedly, and supposedly by that, you remember MJ was supposed to be getting a stake with the Washington Wizards? We saw, yeah. We saw that happen. But did you, okay, but the whole thing is, old as we are, the way we move now, the way that anybody makes you move now, when you go get a new job, you sign a contract. Right. That contract says we're going to pay you X amount of dollars. You have these obligations or requirements. What make you think that you played for them this long, you left, and found success? What make you think when you get done that they're going to sit up here and give you an ounce in their franchise and you left them? Mm-hmm. I don't know. If you didn't make them sign anything, what makes you think they obligated? Yeah, they snakes, but... I shook your hand, and we all know the handshakes don't mean much of nothing nowadays. And I'm not sure how they conduct themselves in Minnesota, but yeah. nowadays everything is it better be with a contract. And if it's if it's if it's not with a contract, it's in some verbal. I mean, in some form of writing on a piece of paper. I don't care if it's a napkin. It says, "Hey, I Gary have Carrie in front of me signing this, saying that he owes me twenty million dollars." That's a contract. You could have done anything, but he probably shook his hand and said, hey, I, I'm going to come back and retire my jersey if you give me 5% in, in the Timberwolves organization. What'd that mean? Mm, nothing at all, nothing. right? That that was trash. And I hope that's not how it went down. I hope it ain't either. But it appears it is because I'm sure if he had dirt, they'd have had this thing in the court of law. Right. But at the same but at the same time, like I said, going back to just getting his jersey retired in Minnesota, I'm pretty sure one day they will retire his jersey. But he don't care about that. Yeah, I know he don't. I No, I'm saying he would have did it already, he don't care. Yeah, uh, I say the same thing, but do you do you he think he don't care about the fans? <laughs> That's what he's telling you. Yeah, all right. He want his stake. 
He wants his stake in the franchise. Well, he don't yeah. care about defense. He'll care. He'll care about him. He was there. I, I don't. I really don't think he now. If if they did get a, uh, I mean, if the documents do come back, or they do, or if he does sign anything, that he'll be. Even if they did give it to him, I don't think he'll accept it. Just because of the guy that's right there right now, he don't trust him. Yeah, but again, if there's no contract involved. That's on you for wanting I'm, that and not putting 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 his feet to the fire. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna just go off on a limb and say I hope that's I hope he has some kind of contract. I don't out. think he did. Otherwise, we'd have seen it. I think we just I think we'd have saw it, or they would have been in the court of law already, <laughs> and it'd be basically snip snap. It's in, done. Instead of what just KG said. Yeah, yeah. of course he a snake because he didn't hold it to the end of the deal. But, but did you trust this snake? But do yeah, obviously he did. No, I'm saying, did you trust him to hold up to it without a contract? Though obviously he did. Well, you can't be mad. He's not a snake, then. He is a snake. He a business person. A con- a contract makes you hold everything you say to the fullest. Now it's you know things you can do to get out of it, whatever. But if you have nothing in place, which I'm pretty sure he didn't, because otherwise he would be able to bring it up. Then guess what? You can't say he a snake. You look like the dummy because you trusted a snake. Right. That's all I'm saying. And yeah, him getting his urgent tired, kiss a goodbye. He don't care about the fans. That man want his stake in the franchise because he felt like he built them. Right. And he rightfully should. But you ain't think they just going to give it to you just because? No. Come on, not. KG. Of course not. Come on, KG. Keeping with basketball right now, you have Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. Supposedly the COVID-19 case that shut down the whole sports world. Oh, shut down the whole country. The whole world, if I will. Donovan Mitchell, it is said that he has supposedly not forgiven Rudy and they, as an organization, Utah Jazz, are looking to explore options to defuse this situation and get one of them off the team. Right. I ask you, one, who would you keep? And two, does it really matter? Right. They ain't going nowhere, nowhere. They ain't going nowhere ain't fast. Going, they ain't going nowhere fast. But to answer your question, I keep, for the star power, I, I would keep Donovan Mitchell and trade Rudy Gobert. But I really, man, to say all of this, I just have to say this, and I have to ask this question to Donovan and Rudy. Did, if, if you just answer this question, yes, no, this – this would be perfectly fine with me. If Rudy didn't know he had the, the, the virus, the virus, if he didn't know he had the virus, why are you being so dramatic? That's all I want to know. If, if. I, again. That answers, my, that answers everything for me. Again, I, I, I gotta, I'll piggyback off of you. It's not whether he had it or not, I don't think. Because I think he maybe knew he had it. Nobody knew the severity of this. Right. Donovan, you mad at Rudy? Why are you not mad at the leadership of America? Mm. Why are you not mad at your organization for not even putting this man in a room with everybody to get sick? Why are you not mad at the coach for saying, you know what, we need to cancel this? Right. Everybody else you could be mad at, but you mad at Rudy because, again, what he did, he didn't know how bad it was going to be. But you mad at him and y'all in the same boat. This black on black crime got to stop. <laughs> you mad at Rudy for touching mics and getting everybody sick, but you not mad at Trump? And our U.S. leadership for not sitting up here back in November and taking this serious? You're not mad at the NBA as a whole for not sitting up here finding out how severe this was? 
You're not mad at anybody else. You're mad at Rudy. And you know what? I know why he's mad. Because they keep losing. <laughs> I, I don't think, well, that's the reason why he, he may be mad. That's one reason why. He mad because they keep losing. But now, but that's my whole thing. That's all I'm saying. Like, if, if Rudy didn't know he had it, why are you mad at Rudy? Rudy and, and, it's I, report, and it's reports out now saying that, of course, Rudy's saying ain't nothing wrong. Rudy Gobert saying nothing's course. wrong, but... Of course, he don't know how mad Donovan is. Shit, man, if I Rudy, man, trade me, trade me, please. See, depend, depend on this youngster, this youngster right here, do it to try to get the job done. Not even that. Like, I'm the, I'm you, the defensive you, angel. Yeah, yeah. Like if you really think that he gonna be anything without me, who gonna want to come to Utah? Right, yeah, man. Get me out of Utah, then. That's fine by me. Mm-hmm. Trade, just trade, just trade me either to somewhere on the West Coast, Brooklyn. I ain't gonna say the Knicks, but you know, I'm just saying, Florida somewhere. So as far as our next topic, it's all rolled in one. So we have Dabo, we have the MLB. <laughs> all are trying to get sports started back up sooner than what it should be. Right. Again, we have new reported cases, the news blowing up everything, which way. This, that, and the third, sideways, forwards, back, back, forth, and forth. Cases popping up everywhere. Mm-hmm. People are dying. It's, thank God it's not any closer than what it is. But people are dying. Cases pop up everywhere. Uh, numerous ones are growing and, and breaking records. MLB and Dabo and other people, other coaches, want players back to get them started. And the whole ammunition behind this is money. Dabo especially has said, let's get our players back to get this money. Nick Saban has even gotten Apple Watches to keep tabs, tabs on his players. And did you see Dabo's response to that? Dabo is a hypocrite. <laughs> I'm saying, did you see your response to Nick Saban? What, what was his response? He said, we don't need, we don't need Apple Watches. <laughs> Pretty much like saying, we don't need to babysit our players. They know what to do. Yeah, but you want your players back real fast so you can make sure you keep an eye on them because both of y'all are micromanagers, let's be honest. Yep. And the MLB, the MLB should be ashamed of themselves. We've said it once and we'll say it again. The season is far too long. I think a favor is being done for y'all right, right. now. Y'all want to start back up the season. Now, this is just what I heard the other day when I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, Bomani, The Right Time. The Right Time with Bomani Jones. It is said that the MLB wants to try to start the season up as soon as May 1st, right? Have it in Arizona so every team will be down there in Arizona, away from their family, their kids, the whole nine yards, their whole environment. Mm-hmm. Risking their lives in front of no fans to play at the various spring training facilities and uh, arenas out there in order to keep the game going and to get it back started. And for what? And, it w- and ain't nobody going to be out there. No, that's the thing. It's not It's not for the it fans, will- so say, to, to attend. It's more so for... Them to get it back started so it's revenue being generated, you know, TV contracts and advertising being honored and stuff like that. What is wrong with the MLB? And here's the thing. They still probably want to pay the players because it ain't like, hey, we ain't about to keep letting y'all sit at home not doing that. Hey, right. ain't working. Right. They ain't working doing y'all jobs. And see, that's the whole thing. Like, everybody's so money hungry to get back to it. Yeah. And it's crazy. Yeah. Like, your boy Trump still want to sit up there. And start the economy up as fast as he can. 
Not knowing how bad this could really be, they keep they still saying the worst is yet to come. Mm-hmm. But everybody trying to start back up the economy because they so worried about it. Cause you know why? The people at the bottom in the middle class running this, not the high people. Yeah. How how on the total pole don't do this? All the working folks do this. Not the ones that oh, I'm in my cushy, you know, view of the city. No, 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 no. No, it's the nannies and the janitors and mm-hmm. the insurance people. and Not the people at the top, but the ones at the bottom that run. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. That don't make sense. I don't, I don't see why they want to try to start it up on May 1st. I hate that. They, they missing that money. Everybody, everybody Man, trying to sit up there and fulfill stuff. They missing that money. Well, haven't y'all generated enough money? No. Nah. To at least at, miss at least one season? Nah. They say nah. Too so, much. Uh, yeah, so y'all want to, okay. Keep greedy. Greedy is the word we're using today. Our last topic for the day is the NFL all-decade snub list. We don't really have to get into the list. We all know the one that bothers us. It's Drew Brees. Drew Brees has not made the NFL all-decade list. But you know who has? Tom Tom Brady Brady and Aaron Aaron Rodgers. I don't have a problem with the first one. Me neither. I understand. If he, you want to say he better cool. It's, it's just, okay. Yeah, he'll, he deserve it. But that second one, no. I'm about, I'm about to get on my shit. Uh, that second one, Aaron Rodgers, hey, much love to you, respect you. I know, I, you know, I don't think you should have gotten that second spot. It should have been Drew Brees. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows he's a better quarterback. The only thing Drew had, what, maybe two or three seasons where he didn't make the playoffs. That's fine. That's cool. That's cool. But the accomplishments he's had from 2010 to 2020, the records he's broken and the records he has and been getting screwed over, I think he deserved it. I think he deserved it. I I had a uh, hard time believing that he didn't make it, <clears throat> and I was confused. Only reason why is because it's not too many quarterbacks I can say that are better than him. It's only two that I can say right now at the top of my head, and that's probably Peyton or Tom. Yeah. And that's those are strong ifs. But those are only two. I think Aaron and Drew are on the same level. Mm-hmm. I think Drew is a bit more of a gunslinger, and I think Aaron Rodgers plays it very safe. And as far as the help coming along, it's it can be argued which division is better or worse. Because both the North and the South have had their struggles. Mm-hmm. When it comes to who has more accomplishments, Drew and done it bar none. For some reason, nobody likes New Orleans, and that's fine. Yeah. But it just doesn't make sense how Aaron made it first. I looked but at, over Drew. Yeah, I looked at the list out. If if I had a piece of paper in my hand, I would have tore it and shredded it up as soon as I saw it. The boy made he's had the most yards, most TDs, most TDs every single game. He's broken all these records. The only one right. that came close or that has they went back and forth is Tom Brady, which is the other person on the list, which mm. I don't have a problem with. Rings, both of them got one apiece. Yeah. Right? Both of them have had questionable defenses their whole career. Both of them have had questionable running games because not that they haven't had the running game because coaches don't want to run the ball. Right. And receiving-wise, it's a toss-up. It's a toss-up between who had the better receivers. But Up I, until now, you can say Michael Thomas is, is is making it where it's slanted. 
but both have had about the same thing. So if both have had the same thing, it comes down to who's done more with what they've had. I'm sorry, by golly, the the criticism with Aaron Rodgers is he doesn't take enough risk. Right. That when he gets down, maybe he wants to damn do it, but a lot of times he's trying not to, I guess, get the receiver's head torn off. But if you're so accurate and so good and so proficient and efficient and accurate, then what are you doing? And then the Nas coming out yet. One of the team player with some of his uh, ex-teammates. Now, he ain't a team player with his family. Yeah, he ain't a teammate with his family. Like, and I'm just saying, but they not, ain't, not got, saying, they ain't got nothing to do with exactly, They don't got nothing to do with nothing There's right no there. way he should have beat Drew Brees yeah, into I, this all decade. If, I'm just saying, if, if you add just a casual NFL fan or just a fan of football, period, I'm not saying a lot of them would say they'll take Drew, but it didn't. Aaron Rodgers ain't wouldn't be the first one to come on on they no in their mouth like I'm picking Aaron Rodgers over Drew Brees. I don't think a lot of people picking Tom Brady over Drew Brees. It's what and what. Right. Uh, only reason why because it comes down to what team they with, who they going against because both had a kryptonite. Mm-hmm. And it's about what stage it is. And and also just to point this out too, Drew Brees still has never won MVP. No, he won't. They want yeah, little. They, they want little. And that's that is crazy. That's uh, politics. Yeah, it's politics. Usual. Yeah, politics is politics as usual. So yeah, uh thank thanks again, NFL for thank thank you, NFL again for fing this up too. Appreciate it. Well, I mean again, I think it got a lot to do with uh with everybody that's involved. And that's fine, but come on, y'all. We all know that Aaron Rodgers isn't better than Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be an Aaron Rodgers fan, you can say, yeah. well, Drew Brees isn't be- better than Aaron. And I ask you this. What are we going off of? If we're going off of merit, Drew Brees got more to offer as far as what he's done in his merit category. Mm-hmm. Only thing you can say, did Aaron Rodgers, I think he won one MVP, right? I believe so, yeah. He won his one MVP. I ain't got nothing else to say about that. That's it. He won one, one MVP. MVP. And you telling me a guy that's been playing... In New Orleans, they ain't even talking about when he played with the San Diego Chargers, but when he just solely playing with the Saints from, what, 2006 to 2020? And now, and we still don't have nothing. He still don't have nothing to show. But he do have that ring, though. And I will forever appreciate him for that. <laughs> yeah, he still got the ring. He, he still got that ring. But it, it's just crazy how how it just like the one, one of the best players to ever play in the NFL is getting overlooked, and he hasn't doesn't have an MVP trophy, doesn't have the glitz and glamour that all the other so-called better players have. But you know, it is what it is. We I've learned to accept it, and it's just some things in life that you just gotta roll with the punches. Still need to retire. <laughs> Here we go with this. I'm I'm dying off of that one. He need to retire still. So what you got? What's up? What's what's the picks? Um, my two picks comes from Black Rob, uh, featuring Mark Curry and Mario Winans called Muscle Game, and this one go another one goes to Boss is called Clouds Never Get Old. All alone with Shay, E Crew, A Crew. How have you say his last name? Not really good with those. Mm-hmm. And Eli Soster. New level. New level. I'm on a new level. That's not it at all. I know. 
It's been a fantastic episode. Thank y'all for joining us. Trying to shorten it up for y'all. Give y'all as much content as we can. It's a little bit of time. As usual. It's been fun. Follow us. It's been fun. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. BL Sports Talk 5-1. Website is BottomLineSportsTalk.com. Yep. Find us on Apple, uh, Spotify, uh, Google Play, uh, everything on all DSPs. That's digital streaming platform. Mm. Other than that, we thank y'all. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Y'all stay blessed up in this crazy time as well. Hey, Uh, tune in to us next time. Y'all ain't got nothing else to do. Yep. Stay inside. Stay sane. Stay safe. Stay dangerous. Mm. (laughs) Hmm.